This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Judith Stoop. She is a wedding and family photographer based in Munich, Germany, who also has a passion for styled sessions. We chatted about how her first few styled sessions went, what mistakes she made, what she learned from them, and how she makes sure her styled sessions are successful. Something that I really love about this interview is that Judith doesn't sugarcoat anything. She wants us to learn from her mistakes and gives us great tips and tricks to mastering styled sessions. She walks us through how she sets up her styled sessions in a way that isn't overwhelming. So grab something to take notes with and let's get started. Hi, Judith. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. This is exciting for me. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you got into photography? Sure. Well, it was a bit weird in the beginning since there's this uh, small local theater here in Munich and they needed pictures for their wee opening and I was happy to be the photographer and at the end of it they asked for an invoice and I was like okay I have to google how (laughs) to send an invoice I was like oh god I've never done that before and yeah I found out that I need to have like a business for that so I just went for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really exciting though that when we start out I don't think sometimes people see it as a hobby and then they're like oh wait I can actually make money from this. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. So it was the same for me, basically. So I started photography when I was about 13 years old and I started shooting on film and I learned to develop them in our school's photo lab, which was yeah a hobby and it was fun. It's already 10 years ago when I was uh, working as online marketing manager, I was still taking pictures on the side for friends and family and stuff like that. And after a while, I was offered an internship in Singapore because my uncle, he lives there. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. Why not? So I did this internship with a great photographer there. And yeah, I I, I basically kind of, I don't know, transitioned into being a photographer, I guess. When you first started out, did you have in mind what kind of photography you wanted to do? Not at all. Well, I I knew that I prefer taking pictures of people because I just like, you know, being around people a lot. But I didn't know what what I wanted to do because, yeah, it was not really intentional. (laughs) But by the time I went full time and even I think around 2015, I started focusing on weddings because I just love, you know, all the people around me and happy people and these amazing stories of how these people met and stuff. And I just, I, I fell completely in love with weddings and I'm so happy to do weddings. There's definitely something special about getting to be part of such a, an amazing moment of someone's life. Yeah, totally. It's, it's kind of intimate. You get to know the couple, the families, and you're a part of it. And then again, you're always an observer as well. So it's yeah, fun to have both worlds. For sure. So let's talk a little bit about styled shoots. Can you tell us about the styled shoots that you did when you very first started out? 
Yeah, so when I knew I was going to talk about style shoots, I kind of had to laugh a bit because I used to be the one who always had like a really rough time with dealing with style uh, sessions or style shoots. It took me literally, I think, three years to get my first side shoot done. <laughs> uh, so a couple of years back, I was in this uh, group of wedding photographers. We were about 10 people and we had monthly meetings and workshops together. And after the first year together, everyone would have this great portfolio with great sessions and shoots and, you know, the craziest models and outfits. And I wanted to have the same and in that year, I planned three style shoots and all of them failed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was so happy to be able to talk about this because uh, right now I've, I've done, I think, about 20 style shoots now. So it did turn around for me. <laughs> yes. What was it about those first few styled shoots that kind of went wrong? So basically, I think the biggest problem was that I wanted everything and I wanted everything to be perfect. And I planned a lot and then it always can happen that something kind of doesn't work out. Like for this one shoot, my models would cancel. One time I had a model with like uh, the flu or something. The weather in Munich can be pretty bad as well so when we had this outdoor session and we had like the worst weather and we had to cancel everything again oh, so no. it was a bit frustrating <laughs> yeah so after the first couple of shoots that I didn't quite succeed at I started visiting workshops with other photographers as well and some of the wedding workshops offer style shoots as well so within the workshop you have like 20 or 30 minute of style session as well which is fine mostly it's a couple with a nice outfit and maybe some flowers but you also have to share this shooting time with all the other photographers and you really have to kind of use your elbows to get the shots that you want which is kind of <laughs> frustrating as well and the next start shoot was planned by a wedding planner that I didn't really know. And I just said yes, and I didn't have to plan or do anything, which at the beginning I thought is great. But at the end, I figured it wasn't so great after all because I couldn't decide anything. And afterwards, I didn't use any of those pictures. I mm. didn't like how any of it looked and I was being bossed around and I was basically taking pictures for 12 clients who all wanted different things and none of it was something that I liked. So I think after that, I was prepared enough to find something with my own vision and my own style. And after trying for so long, I stopped with this plan of having everything in big and perfect and just started out with just a couple, just a nice dress and some flowers maybe. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see how that would be frustrating showing up and, you know, being the photographer and not having it look how you wanted it to look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you feel like you're working for nothing because you don't get like, money, you don't get the pictures. And it's super tiring to be on set all day and taking pictures and you have to edit them as well. So it's a lot of work you put in there. It definitely would be, yeah. So can you walk us through how you plan a styled session? Sure. So basically when I'm doing it on my own and not together with, let's say, a wedding planner, I start off with a mood board or a vision board 
with the things that are important to me, like colors. I use moods. Um, I just describe the mood that I'm looking for. I'll use keywords like boho or vintage or modern or whatever it is that is important to me. And I try to have my ideal client in my mind for this. So basically, if I know I want to use these pictures on my website and I'm, I want to attract, let's say, couples who love to get married in the mountains, I know that I want to have a statue in the mountains to get those people. In the beginning, I think you really have to have some time to do your research for matching wedding vendors who match your, your ideal client as well or your vision. Or perhaps you have wedding vendors that you know, like from social media, and you really want to network with them, which is a great option as well. And after you've been around a while, you already know who to ask for what kind of shoot. So after a while, you just pick the people who you know are good at their jobs and are really fun to work with. And as the next step, I collect everything in Pinterest. It's super easy to get like wherever I find nice pictures, I just collect them there. Uh, you can share the board with the others if you want to. And afterwards, I usually make a nice presentation in Canva, which is a free tool as well. I don't know if you know it. I do. Yes. Canva is wonderful. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it makes it so easy. So I just drag the, my most favorite pictures from Pinterest into Canva and I'll make a small PDF where I just tell what the goal is and what kind of mood we're going for, which colors. It's easier to get everyone on board with this PDF, or at least it's for me, easier to get everyone on board. And I'll set up the rules as well. We'll come back to that later. And after sending that to everyone, I check in them on them and to see if they like the ideas that I have or if they have additional ideas that I didn't think of. Then again, I think a week before the shooting date, I'll check in on them again just to make sure that everyone's still on board. That sounds like a lot of work, but I am sure it pays off every single time. And I want to go <laughs> shoot does. in the mountains too. Can I, can I come visit? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'd love to. I can use the help. <laughs> and yes, it's, it's a lot of work. But you know, the thing is, after your first couple of start shoots, you already know who you're going to talk to, what your local vendors are, and you already have your Canva uh, presentation uh, ready to go. You just have to swap the images. So after a while, it just gets easier. I'm sure. So with several collaborators at a styled shoot, what roles do you have in place before the session to kind of keep everyone in line? Yeah, that's kind of difficult as well because sometimes just because you know what a start session is, sometimes others don't. So it's really important to set the boundaries and what to expect upfront before the shooting or even before the planning starts. It has to be clear what everybody is willing to invest. Money-wise, of course, I think that, you know, the flowers, they cost money. Sometimes you have to pay a fee for the locations you want to shoot at. But also time-wise, who's willing to invest a lot of time? Who can be there, like physical there on the, on the day of the shoot? Or who is going to just be there for the preparation, but not be there during the shoot and stuff like that? But also, what what's the goal of the shooting? You know, there are a lot of people who start out without a goal just like oh, yeah, I think it's nice to have a lot of nice images but it's as, a, as we said a lot of work and a lot of people dedicate a lot of time so usually I'll in the pdf I'll also say what our goal is like 
do we want a publication? Is there a specific magazine or blog that we want to be in? Is it just for my website and for everyone's website? Is it for social media or do we just want to rank higher in SEO? So what's the goal of all this? And what does everyone get out of it? Like, do they get one picture or do they get 500 edited pictures? There's a big difference between one or 500 pictures <laughs> or are you allowed to use them all or not? And when are you allowed to use the pictures? Sometimes it's, take, it's taking like a long time until the blogs reply or publish uh, pictures and everyone has to, you know, kind of wait for it. And yeah, I think it's also important you know, just tell people how you want to be credited. Usually I have an Excel sheet for that and everyone can just add how they want to be credited or linked. And oh yeah, and you shouldn't forget about the model release, which is pretty important for legal Definitely. things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can get them off the internet for free. It's just, you know, a quick thing. You have to just keep it in mind because when you're shooting and you're trying to manage everything, sometimes you just forget the little things, but they're important. Yes, yes. Model releases are definitely important for, for any session. So, all right. So now that you have finished the session, what do you recommend doing with all of the photos to benefit your business? Well, I tend to try to get the most out of the pictures because you've done the work. Now everyone is finished. You've edited all the pictures. So usually you start off by sending them to the blogs if you want to, because it just takes a long time until they all reply, if they reply at all. <laughs> Sometimes you can even publish them multiple times. So some of the blogs are exclusive, some of them aren't. And then I also like to publish it somewhere else as well. Then it's great, of course, when everyone on the team shares those pictures as well on their social media accounts, on their blog, on their websites. You can make blog posts out of it. You can, for instance, if you work with a new wedding vendor, you can interview them and use those pictures uh, for your blog post. You can use them for Pinterest, of course, update your portfolio, update your website. Sometimes I even make a whole album out of one shoot because it's really nice when a couple comes over to meet me and they have an album. It's just different to feel the pictures in your hand and, and print it. It looks differently. It's just beautiful. And people love going through albums. There's a lot of things you can definitely do with the pictures. Yeah, you can also definitely go crazy on SEO and try to get couples finding you on Google for a specific location or a specific type of wedding and use those pictures for that as well, of course. Perfect. So what are some of your best tips for our listeners who are just getting into styled sessions? I remember for me, it was kind of hard to find couples at the beginning. I always and I still prefer real couples over models. I've worked with models before and usually they look great. They know how to pose. But again, for couple sessions where I expect them to have a certain mood and, you know, to be cute together, it's easier to work with real couples. And I think it's okay just to ask your friends or your own clients even. So if you had a client who already had a wedding, it's super easy. They know you, they know the kind of pictures you take. They already own a dress. So those are easy ways to get started on, on models. Sometimes people who are not married yet, they don't like the idea of seeing each other in wedding dresses. With those couples, I always offer them to take some pictures in casual clothing as well. 
and that often changes their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you don't need a wedding dress per se. You can use any white dress or just Google summer dresses that look white and pretty. And you don't need a bridal bouquet. You can just pick white flowers. So basically, it's just easiest to start small with just a nice looking couple, some flowers and a nice location and grow bigger as you get more confident with the whole statue topic, I guess. Yeah, starting small definitely sounds less overwhelming than planning out a huge styled shoot with lots of vendors and collaborators. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us your best tips and tricks for styled sessions. If our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Oh, I'm, I'm happy to answer. Even if you guys have a few questions about style shoots or things that I haven't mentioned yet, feel free to just DM me. You can find me on Instagram. My name is judith.stoop. I'm happy to answer all of your questions there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much for taking time to talk to us today. That's been fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.